Bonjour, c'est Elfie Le Bouleux et vous écoutez le Marvel Card Collector Podcast. Hello everybody, my name is Ian Taylor and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> We're going to use this. An awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast. So come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel cards. His annual appraisal just came in, and he's good to go for another 364 days. On the 365th, he falls apart. It's Norin Rad. Thank you. <laughs> so I get my checkups done early, man. You do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. I do. Yes. Yes. Just cough. Uh, how are you? Good. Doing just fine. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Doing good. Doing good. I, I'm I'm upset. You know, there's there's things that have been happening with Greg, and I'm 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 upset with him for getting me into collecting the Mandalorian. So that's a little frustrating. Yeah. We love Greg, by the way. We love Greg. So shout out to Greg. So for those who don't know who we're talking about, Greg is the um, host and creator of the Rebel Base Card podcast, which is our <laughs> sister from another mister. Yep. Brother from another mother. Um, sister from another mister. Brother from another mother. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Those. Brother from another those. mother. I've never heard the sister one. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sister from another mister. Um, it like occurred that. to me that that was gender improper. So this is why I added the, the one that you'd know. I'm, um, I'm glad. <laughs> but uh, but Greg 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 was going to be uh, with us today, but he um, he's come down with a nasty case of the COVIDs. So uh, we wish him well. He's doing okay. Um, and by the time he hears this and we release this, he'll be fighting fit, and um, and and we'll we'll do him another time. But you um, we'll, we'll save this for when we talk to Greg. <laughs> but I just want to yes, talk we will. about we will. I, I'm uh, just just a small update. Small updates. I just want to talk about your Instagram from yesterday. Well. <laughs> I opened my Instagram and there's a picture of you and I can, and you've clearly just pulled something amazing, which I, I think was a sketch. Yeah. Um, and it was a sketch of the Mandalorian. So there's you holding this sketch and what, what appears to be cosplay of a Mandalorian helmet on your head. And you're clearly sat in your car. So what made me laugh was the fact that you've clearly driven to get this box from wherever you've got it from. You've opened it in the car in Mandalorian cosplay. <laughs> See, what cracked me up though, is like I saw, your, I saw your comment on there. I was like, oh, he doesn't know. So the hobby boxes for Mandalorian actually come in a tin and the tin is in the shape of the Mandalorian helmet. Oh wow! So the box is in the tin. That's and those are where the packs would be. That's amazing. So kind of like a, a Star Wars version of Premiere, I guess. In, in exactly. Terms of the- yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's- it's a really nice tin. It's embossed. It's very pretty, um, oh. and it's it's really awesome. So I had gotten some blister packs, and we'll talk more about this with Greg. But yeah, anyway, so I ran over to the hobby shop, uh, score more cards in Winston Salem. Super nice guy. Um, tells people about the podcast. Just a nice guy. Oh, great. We've got to get him some swag. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull together a little gift bag and go give it to him. I should have given it to him yesterday, but I forgot. Um, so I'll give him some coasters, some pins to hand out, stuff like that. Super sweet. 
But yeah, so I was holding that up to my face. So when you made that comment, I was like, you know what? He's not that far off. <laughs> it didn't look, you did open if I had a Mando car. helmet. I, so what happened? So I opened it up. So it was the most bizarre experience. So this doesn't have to do with the Star Wars cards, which we'll save for Greg. Yeah. But the most bizarre experience, I got in there and there was a guy and the store owner and they were talking about the election because they just announced. Mm-hmm just announced so yeah. then i got the pack i was talking to mike and we're having a good time and i was like all right let me open it up here and then i pulled the sketch card and it was really cool oh so cool. then i got to my car and then i was like all right i gotta post something because i didn't want to post in the store because more people were coming and it's yeah, like cool. a four person you know it's covid yeah yeah so then that's when i made the post and i was just in my car geeking out over my sketch card <laughs> <laughs> but if i had a mandalorian helmet i would 100 percent be wearing it right now i'm actually every day the good thing about it's funny enough again i heard this on greg's podcast is um he interviewed people who did um who do cosplay and actually do the whole whole thing um and it's it's very interesting that because of technically i think it does count as covid secure certainly in terms of being able to go into a store so if you've gone there with a mandalorian helmet on you 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 might have chosen to wear like a cloth mask underneath and i think some of the people who cosplay do but technically speaking, you probably wouldn't have needed to. I think we should start wearing Mandalorian armor. I think we should start dressing up more cyberpunk, more weird costumes, more helmets. I think they can make it. I think it's time in our world, fashion-wise, that cool helmets become a thing. I'm just saying, 2021. This is the way. This is the way. Brilliant. We'll save the rest of that conversation for when yes. we eventually. TV <laughs> when we eventually, I haven't, man, I haven't managed to start watching it yet. I know you're two episodes in over there, but um, I've. Uh, I won't say anything. I've uh, I've acquired them, uh, but I haven't been able to watch them yet because the wife and I are still plowing through our third rewatch of The West Wing, um, which some oh, might describe as uh, fantasy, others might describe as a manifesto. Um, go with it. Yeah. You know, but we're in season four. Well, I saw the the Queen's Gambit recently oh i've heard good stuff so good so impressive good good so right okay impressive. I, I i honestly it's like it used to be that i could i could sell uh mrs taylor quite easily on watching a new show but now because we're more <laughs> more time poor because uh, kids um she kind of wants to watch the good quality stuff i remember i remember um how i um got her into lord of the rings and this was before we we'd had our daughter and i said it's um so it's like the Sopranos crossed with, um, sorry, Game of Thrones. That's it. Game of Thrones. <laughs> I remember I described it to her and I said, I hadn't seen it at this point. I said, but I knew I wanted to watch it. And I said, right. I think it's like the Sopranos crossed with Lord of the Rings. And she was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's going to hit the got spot. Like three episodes in and she goes, yeah, you said Sopranos crossed with Lord of the Rings, but you didn't mention the dwarf sex. And I was like, well, you know, <laughs> you know, it's a bonus. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't mention the genocide that would come at the end of season seven either, but hey, who knows? Another bonus. Come on, oh, man. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, before we get into the meat of what we're going to talk about, our intro artist this week, <gasps> oh, mon petit filo pastry. Um, oh, God. Here is... we go. <laughs> she's, she's Excuse already me while I episode. get the hose. She's already <laughs> introed our episode. Um, episode 60, she introed. Um, she's back um, this week in her native tongue of French, Elfie Le Bleu. 
Um, so nice. So nice for her to do uh, that. She's, she's lovely. Uh, Elfie, a huge Swing fan jump. of your work, as we know. Um, she's been she's been rocking it on YouTube in the last six months. She's been putting up some really good content. Oh, really? I got to check that out. Yeah, she's been doing live sketch card draws. Um and she's just uh, just the, her manner that she addresses the camera is is just brilliant. Um, and really? you can see a That's lot of cool. the stuff on her feed, a lot of the little um, um, like examples of of what she's doing. Oh yeah, uh, you can really see it there. Um, anyway, check out her um, Instagram. Um, it's Elfie E L F I E Leb L E B two Art. So Elfie Leb two Art. Um, and there's a little link thing there. Uh, which is quite cool. And I need to get one of these for our Instagram because it's called Linktree. So what it enables you to do is just have one link on Instagram, but then people go to a page that's got multiple links. So if you haven't got a website, which we haven't yet, and this is is always the the juggle I have with Instagram, is if we have a week where we do a YouTube video, I have to swap the link over so it doesn't go to our Facebook page so that it goes to our Instagram. That's mm-hmm. how it goes to our YouTube because you can't put links in posts on Instagram. It's one of the weakest things about Instagram, mm-hmm. if, if you ask me, but I can't yeah. get it. Um, but you, you can also only have one link at the top of your profile that's a live link. And so if you use the link tree thing, you can have more than one. So I'm going to hook us up with that. <laughs> I think that's a good thing to hook up with. I think with. so, yeah. That's great. Um, anyway, Elfie, um, uh, merci, uh, mademoiselle. Thank you so uh, much. And love uh, yeah, we love we love your work. I'm not going to gush over it anymore on this episode because we'll never get anything else done. <laughs> frankly, uh, but I'm going to check out Linktree so that I can upgrade our Instagram feed a, a little bit. You've been having a fun little on bit. You've been having so much fun on Instagram recently, my friend. Who me? Yeah, you've been doing some great creative shizzle. I am trying to have really some fun stuff. with it. Mm. You know, I made a little goal for myself to to. Uh, to be on top of it a little bit more and, you know, just have some fun. Well, tell but, people where they can find you, sir. Yeah. Know it's so, in our show um, notes, but not everyone goes there. That's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So it's sketch card hive. Um, I've just been trying to stay up to date with it. You know, I, I don't share so much of my silver surfer collection as much anymore just because we have kind of done it. I've kind of shown a lot of it and I don't want to drag people down with a surfer, even though I can do it all day. But, um, I also, damn it. If I haven't started getting into some other Marvel sets and getting a little bit more into set building and, you know, doing this kind of work now, plus starting the MM 1996, the Marvel masterpieces 96 set, which tell me, um, tell me about this. So, yeah, so I've gotten into it, which I regret. <laughs> <laughs> that goes all your income for the next year and a, a bit. lot. But yeah, so I'm trying to trade towards as much to them as possible and ask people for help. Um, I did get a promo canvas, which which for a great price, which was pretty crazy and, and weird. Um, so if you don't know, for the promo canvas of 1996... It looks just like the canvas card. There's no marking, but oh, okay. on the if you're looking at the card, the left hand corner, yeah. bottom left hand corner that's is right. cut, and that's, that's how right. you know it's promo. So that's apparently, right. what happened was that the distributors um, went ahead and you know 
cut those cards and then gave them out as promos and comic book shops and other stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's a little tricky to buy because you're not sure if someone just snapped it off yourself. But I got this for like 20 bucks. Oh, that's good. So I was like, that's good. Canvas card, 20 bucks. Um, it's, it's one promo. What's confusing, what confused me initially is because they're, they're not canvas. They're the gold gallery. Um, that's gold where gallery. the gold gallery name came from. But I can see where you're going because they've, they've called them canvas gallery in the new sets. And then there's a gold variant of them. Um, so how deep are you? Because I've, I've got my set here as it is. Okay. Um, and I'm probably, I? so, so, so I... we are now comparing our Marvel Masterpiece 1996s. For those of you who don't know about Marvel Masterpiece yes. 1996, please go and listen to episode 50 and you're welcome. Yes. So I have two gallery cards. How are our canvas uh, gallery? Gold, canvas ga- uh, uh, gold gallery. Gold gallery. Gold gallery. So I have two gold galleries. One is the promo and one is Spider-Man. Brian Rust, who's a gem, helped me out getting the Spider-Man. How many gold galleries are you into? Uh, I've got all six. Okay, so go have had for a while. Let's uh, going. There we go. They are absolutely stunning. <laughs> How dare you? Cards. I'm not going to go after the corner promos because I'm kind of I'm, I'm fine with them. It's no, no, no. Just I just one. wanted to get one. Yeah. Plus 20 bucks. If like, it, yeah, for 20 bucks, I mean, crikey. Um, but yeah. Right? I've got I, those. And it was the right corner, and I knew the seller. So, you know what I mean? And I checked with other people who were mm-hmm. way more knowledgeable on the set than I am, and they were like, that looks really legit. They are lovely. So. And this is what... Um, when they when they came back on the 15th anniversary of Masterpieces in 2007, the gold uh, that had three tiers of base card. It had the base, it had a foil, and it had a gold border. And so yeah, the baby. gold border of 2007 was was paying direct homage to the original gold. And I think that's 96. my favorite insert from that marvel masterpiece 07 08 yeah, was the gold that's stunning i have the 10 for the surfer i showed you that you did right? yeah you did yeah but the, but the gold even on the 96 ones i mean if you think about oh, how technology has moved on in terms of the print they're just stunning i mean the they're uh, stunning and they're thin they're yeah. really thin cards i had no uh, idea they were that thin because they look like thicker pieces, but there's texture. There's texture within the gold, and it's it's, no, so yeah, it's beautiful, and it does yeah. it like a really ornate gild, gilded frame. Yeah, and it uh, frames the card really well. Yeah, and they picked really should. good cards for that. So yeah, I love them. Yeah. Right, so there we go. So we got the go, the gold galleries. We got the gold galleries. Um, how many? So how, what's how many are you missing? Do you have a number? Yeah, uh, I I need twenty one for the full base one to a hundred. Um, I've got the checklist. Okay. Um, you got the checklist? Yeah, I got the checklist, which is card 100. Um, and I, yeah, I've just counted up. I'm missing 21. Um, so I've, and I've kind of been there for quite a while at 21. I think I got a couple yeah. last year, um, but I've not been chasing them. I mean, if I, if I wanted to, I could gradually kind of pick those up and I'm a heck of a lot further through it than a lot of people have. But I've, I've, ha- I've been at this point for over 10 years, so. I haven't wow. actually bought any for for a while. Um, but I, what I have recently acquired, because the, the t- 96 set is mercifully small. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's very, 100 cards. Very mercifully. Um, I love that. You've got six gold gallery. You've got six double impact, which we'll talk about in a moment, because 
Uh, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Um, and there's two oversized promos, one of which is Surface. So I know you've got you've got that yeah. at least. So yeah, I got really lucky. You know, you know, I wasn't going to go for the um, '96 Marvel set, but it, it really is my my favorite masterpiece set, other than '18. And um, I just love all the cards from there. But what I got early on. And I have a buddy on Instagram called Turkey Birdie. Oh, yes. Um, who you guys should check out. Everyone should check him out. I'll pop a link in the a, tasting notes. Yeah, he's amazing. And he's doing a full PSA 10 set oh. of Marvel Masterpieces. And he's only missing like 10 or 15. <sighs> Beast. Ooh, and sure what I do, I know. Luckily, early on, I was able to get both surfers, the double impact and the base as a 10. And that's how we met because he needed it. And I felt bad, but you know, I helped him get some other stuff and we were talking. But um, yeah, and then I was kind of like, I had to trade opportunities to trade some stuff to get some 96. And I was like, you know what? There's only two or three sets I really want. So here we are now. And this will take a while. You have a pack. No, there's a, there's a, well, there's a wrapper, empty wrapper. And mm. I also have Ooh. one of those. So I'm I not love it. entirely sure what this is called. I think it's the blister. So it's the actual pack because that's what's rack. in the box. Mm. Yep. So that's what's in the box. So when you it, buy does the, the box, box you... contain, I mean, no, this is, this is one that's supposed to go on a rack. It's got a, but that's also in the box. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. okay. So it took a while to figure that out because I didn't know. Right. I thought the box was traditional where it had packs inside. Yes, yeah, so did I. But what it actually has is that it has a bunch of those uh, in the box. So, so like, if you look, yeah, let me show you because it's actually really cool. Because um, I didn't, you know, when I get into a set, I kind of go. You go all in. This is just lovely. So it's a it's a cardboard backing with, and it's still got the punch. It's not unpunched. <laughs> unpunched. Um, which unpunched. is um, obviously uh, for those who collect action figures, especially the vintage Star super Wars, important. that is super important. Um, in the same way with Sega games, it's got to have the hang tab, that the clamshell case. Yeah, baby. Thing. Um, so my when I was collecting Sega games, and the ones I've kept all have the hang tab. Um, and then yeah it's kind of like a blister like you'd have um, on an action figure and it's just got the pack inside it give me a host privileges oh are you trying to share so I do have yes I am sir so I do have a box how do I do this that features surfer so it's a flying out box that I have that yeah and I do have a sell sheet which is also really nice I don't have though the um, pack so I will be getting one of those for fun. Yeah. But there you go. You see? Oh, I see. Right. You've got to send me that picture as well so I can pop it in the tasting notes. Sure. I didn't realize it did that. Wow. Yeah, okay. Cool. So, yeah. So this, from, from soup to nuts, this set was designed as an absolute premium, you know, of the time. 100%. Just the yeah. back of that. I know. It's awesome. It's lovely. It's really nice. So, um, well, so I'm glad of those um, posters too. That's right. Using all that artwork. So That's I will right. be hanging that out and oh, putting that out there. Very nice. Very nice. So, um, double yeah. impact. How are you doing on those? Not. Um, so, <laughs> so I have to pick up the other five. I would like to get another surfer. Um, well, you kind because, of want to sit with your 96 set, don't you? Probably yeah. So, me. I mean, if someone has a full set and they want to sell it to me, you know, I'm willing to do like, 
you know, you know, like six fifty to eight. Yeah. Those know, prices of the double impact have, have skyrocketed. So for those who don't know, I mean, if the, yeah. Uh, yeah. The double impact are they're an image on each side, which is why they call that one from Boris and one from and Julie. embossed, and yeah. they're embossed as well. Um, and they're just lovely. Uh, I've got two of them, um, and again, I've had mm. these. I've had these for, for for so long that when I got them, they were about a third, if not quarter, of the price they go for now. Oh, so uh, I've got five of six, which is Spider Man and Storm, and six of six, which is Venom. And Wolverine, and that's the Wolverine image that everyone goes nuts for. It's a great image. Uh, so that's the Boris Wolverine and the Julie Venom. Oh, they are lovely. They're just amazing cards. Um, but yeah, so you know, I'll I'll finish it. I'll finish it at some point. Uh, but that, that, yeah, like I said, there's not much to it. Plus, of course, those beautiful master prints. One of Captain yeah, America. Those master prints are amazing. And one of your boy, <laughs> my boy Surfer. Yep. So he's got so tight like, buns. I don't know. It was picture. weird. I had. He's got really tight buns. Well, in that picture. Boris knows how to draw tight buns. Okay? He does. He does. I, he I, doesn't it, mess around. On I that. got. I got quite achy modeling for this back in the day when I was in 1996. I remember. Your I had, knees, right? I had bun, knees. Yeah, I had buns like this in 96, but n- no longer. No I longer. can see it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I yeah. didn't age. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I never had buns like that. So I was know, 23 I in 96. For those of you who do sums, you can work out how old I am. <laughs> For those of you who do sums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in case anyone wants to do the math. <laughs> in case anyone wants to do any sums um, in your head. <laughs> Some clown math there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we'll do, we'll do this. And next week we'll do a geography lesson on the podcast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm doing, 96 and then i already completed the sketchboard subset from marvel from creators collection yep later's collection nice. so you know so i'm gonna do that i might do the silver age autographs i got two of those recently i, I think might do that whole set did i did i now what did, did i get I? I got something i got a good deal on something on ebay and i was like you know what i'm gonna have them but i honestly can't remember what i purchased uh, i know they're autograph cards but beyond that here we go no marvel creators collection autograph cards i picked up two on ebay oh those are cool too um and they're pretty cool uh one of peter david that's awesome um, and they're on card autos as well uh, yeah, peter yeah. david i've got a lot of time for peter david peter david wrote my all-time favorite spider-man story Uh, which is the death of Gene DeWolf um, from uh, Spectacular Spider-Man 107 to 110, uh, which was the first Sin Eater storyline. And it's it's pretty dark for Spider-Man as well. But I love it. Um, And the other one is, is Tex. Mark Texera. That's the best. Um, And it's it's lovely. But what I like about these is that once they've signed it, they've kind of done an embossed stamp thing over the where it's been signed. Just like sketchographs back in the day. Yeah, it's really nice. So, yeah, I've got two of those. I think I picked them up for like five bucks each. You know, five bucks. They did the, you know, they used to do those embossed stamps for a lot of the autos. So, like Mm. Marvel Onslaught, Mm. there's a couple of rare autos in there that are also stamped. Um, Jim Lee, Stanley. Um, Leefield is so, he in that? Linfield, and mm-hmm. I think that's. It. I think there's two stands, Linfield and Jim, and they're stamped as well. Sketchographs are stamped, so you know it's a pretty nice little way to ensure mm-hmm. some authentic, some authenticity there. 
Well, I was gonna I was gonna segue us into something else when you were talking about said build, but I'm gonna go st- I'm gonna go straight for the yeah. main course. Uh, I want to talk about, and we haven't talked about this series much on the podcast. Yes. And it occurred to me that we've done a few previews of stuff coming out and a few reviews of stuff coming out, and the one notable omission is what's become now a staple in terms of set release from Upper Deck mm-hmm. is uh, Marvel Annual. Marvel Annual. Um, and the reason I want to talk about Marvel Annual 2019-20, which we didn't do a preview of, so this will kind of be a preview stroke review because it's out now as we talk. It's uh, right. it came out two, three days ago. Um, it's uh, Marvel Annual is kind of one of those Marmite sets. People either dig it or they really don't dig it because it is mm-hmm. all recycled artwork, which turns instantly turns off a lot of, lot of collectors. Um, it yeah. is designed to be a more accessible level price product. Right. Um, and it's, um, it's also strange. It's a strange beast in that the size of the set has grown exponentially by, by virtue of what Upper Deck have been doing on EPAC. So, um, and this is the fourth Marvel annual set. Now, it's not to be confused with Flair annual, which is what Flair was called in the 90s. Right, um, yeah. So, um, and a lot of people get confused that, but I'm looking at the spine now, the binder spine from 95 Flair, and it's called 95 Flair Marvel annual. But everyone thinks of it as Flair. But oh, interesting. It, al- it also does come up if you type in Marvel annual. <laughs> as well as huh. obviously all the comic annuals that have come out over the years. That has to drive people crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've got to be pretty focused when you're Googling for them, I have to say. Um, <laughs> now, um, you've not really done any Marvel annual, have you? Because obviously it came out after your boy was cancelled. You How dare you out me, sir? Your... Okay. Well, no, no. It's just it's one of those things. <laughs> no, you know, it's true. You, you're, not a, you're not a set builder as as is, and I couldn't imagine that you'd go up, go for annual anyway. Because it's, no, it's it's never been on my radar. I got into not got into. I maybe did like one or two of the pack wars with you guys. Oh, so we have talked about Marvel annual, of course, because we'd have done. Pack we wars. did briefly. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. So like, I did do that with you guys, which was really fun. That's right. Um, but I haven't. We did it live as well because that was more focusing on yeah, pack wars and it just happened to be Marvel Annual. It just happened to be Marvel That's Annual, right. yeah. yeah. That was fun. It was really fun. Was um, fun. But like, I'm trying to figure out, like, there's not a lot there for me, unfortunately. But no. my my thing about Annual, which, which I'm really excited about, is that I wish it was more of a retail shop type of way of getting people into mm. the set. Because I feel like you have so much that's updated with current comic books mm-hmm. that it's a great way to dive into like what's new in comics, new characters, people that are excited about stuff. Like I'm, I'm kind of always surprised that that's not a set that's mm-hmm. made readily available at like Walmart or Target or anything like that. Um, I just, I just think that's a that's a misstep. I think it's the perfect set for that. Well, we're going to come on to that actually in a moment um, because kind of has been but has it, it? I, got, see, I yeah. never see it 
yeah, but this is, I'll I'll come back to that because I just yes, realised yes, we yes, have yes, talked yes. about Pack Wars, and we did it on yep. episode nineteen, which is so long ago. We've both been to sleep, and we've both had birthdays. So um, <laughs> some of us more than one. So um, so yeah. So if you want to hear us talk about Pack Wars, then then go back to that. But just to briefly yeah. sum up, Pack Wars is kind of an online way of buying. It was because it, it, it they opened and and closed it um, until the kind of all the stuff they were that was extra to pack wars they kind of run out of all that stock so um right. but pack wars was kind of a game that you could do and either play against the cpu or you could play against other people on epac and you could buy packs of pack wars and you literally open the digital cards and which you got to keep like that you would do if you bought a pack of marvel annual on on epacs because they're they're digital and you have to combine them to get the physical card um <laughs> And um, and then with Pack Wars, if you won the round, then you'd get a physical card as a prize um, for that for that pack. So if you buy a pack of Marvel Annual on on Pack anyway, you get X number of digital cards and one physical per pack. Um, if you play Pack Wars, you got the digital cards, and if you won the round, you got you got you got the physical card. Um, and in Pack Wars for 2018-19, the plates. The printing plates were exclusive to um, Pack Wars. Um, they also did things called leaderboard challenges, where each week uh, the top five or top ten either got sketch cards or a, or a limited card. And some people, to get those sketch cards, were dropping six, seven hundred dollars a week to be at like, the top of the leaderboard for that week. It was absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, uh, well, it's great for the rest of us because all those people are under, uh, discovering all, <laughs> all the plates. So all of a sudden, <laughs> loads of plates go in circulation. So if you're a plate collector, Marvel Annual's a pretty affordable way of getting some plate action. Um, oh, yeah. And, um, and you also, just for the top 100 every week, and literally you could buy one pack of uh, Pack Wars Marvel Annual and you could play and win maybe three games and just have three points, you'd still be in that top 100 because n- not that many people play. And you got a character achievement for that week, which was numbered 1 to 100. Hmm. Uh, but you could only get those through EPAC. So Marvel Annual is one of those things. It, it does go into stores um, in, in different ways. It is very much more entry level, but the set size kind of defeats the object of it being entry level if that makes sense. Um, it's a bit of a beast, um, especially if you venture into the EPAC side of things because um, they start to do parallels um, on um, on EPAC. Uh, so Pack Wars kind of start. Uh, so there's, there's been four, and the fourth one just came out this week. It says the Marvel right. Annual. There was 2016. There was 2017. Uh, then I think they, had a, they they took a beat and then they did 2018-19 and now we've just had 2019-20 release and literally it goes over events and or characters and or new characters and or people who've met their demise in the past year of Marvel Comics. So for me, it's a great way of keeping up with some of the like, new characters without having to actually read <laughs> X number of restart yeah. Well, yeah but it's crazy the number of times they reboot things and you remember all that secret war stuff that's a lot did? man yeah it's, it's yeah. crazy and I've kind of jumped off that now you know I'm, there's very very little current stuff I'm buying uh, apart from um, apart from actually I'm not buying anything what am I talking about <laughs> um, it's expensive man it and is and it's tough yeah and it got crazy. I mean yeah I have to pick my hobbies as well man like yeah. I can't you know deep dive on everything um, but it's, you know, and, and the card design 
isn't for everyone on and they have mixed it up a bit uh when you look at the 2016 stuff if you just google um marvel annual 2016 and i don't actually have these in hand or physical yet um but let me just find funny enough cardboard connection comes up straight away so it's the one we'll be talking hmm. about um, perfect <laughs> so um do you want me to send you this link right now for 2016? I'm looking at it right now. Ah, okay. So you can see you can see the card design, and we'll put these links on the on the on the tasting notes. Um, and it is it obviously it is um, reused art from a comic. Some of it works better than others in in the uh, format of the card. Um, but the way they did it for the first three years, um, not so much this year, is that you had a hundred card base set. And then you had SP, which was cards 100 to 150. Uh, and they were genuinely tough to track down. Um, and then when you went to EPACs, there were colored parallels of those that you could only get on EPACs. Um, mm. And depending on the year, those colors varied. Um, I think 2016 had reds and golds. And it was very much works like for the Ultra Spider-Man, that you have to get so many base to then get a red. And then I think you have to get 10 of those reds to then get a gold. So, wow. I mean, it's like to get – I might have got those the wrong way around, so please don't write in and tell me, but I'm sure you can go and <laughs> yourself. But, you know, to get some of the colored parallels as a character collector, it's actually pretty tough to do. Um mm-hmm. Then in 2016, they did something called Base Variants, um, which was kind of a – they did – it was the same image, but it had a different color background, which was usually oh, a comic cover. Um, then they did Comic Variants, which, again, I think they only did in 2016. And then one of the, one of the things they've done every year, apart from the newest set, is Top 10. So Top 10 Fights, Top 10 Heroes, Top 10 Issues, Top 10 Villains, and Top 10 Story Arcs. Hmm. So as an example, top 10 villains from 2018-19, um, you had Red Goblin, because of course, oh. the, uh, that whole uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, uh, you had Amazing Spider-Man 800 in the top 10 issues, you know, things like that. So you can yeah. kind of, you can think about all the key issue stuff that's been going on. 2017, focused a lot on Civil War 2 in terms of uh, what they did. Um, um, yeah. and, uh, no, sorry, 2016, sorry. Um, because there is a, an insert set, which is covers. So in 2016, it was CW uh, 1 to 40, and it was Civil War, two covers. Mm. Um, what was it in 2017? Let's have a look. Civil, uh, I can't even type. Marvel. Well, you know, it's funny because like, you know, a lot of people always talk about the argument of ha- not having original art um, in card sets, and people usually put off by that. But, you know, I'm looking at the checklist now, and we recently had someone make a whole card set with Alex Ross pieces. Yep. And I think what people don't it's realize, and this happened with the Panini set, mm. actually, right, is that when you have these sets that they're using recycled artwork, and not recycled, it's licensed it's artwork that's already been it's licensed it's with marvel they have access to it yeah and they you know utilize that stuff yeah like i'm looking at a captain america card that's probably one of the best captain america cards i've ever seen Mm -hmm. and it's alex ross's art Mm -hmm. um and it's featured mainly there like Mm -hmm. i you know was really excited to get a gabriel deloto silver surfer with that panini set because how else are you going to get like a silver surfer gabriel Odo card yeah that's licensed yeah. you know what i mean you're not so marvel annual does give you that kind of access to these kind of modern artists and modern renditions of these it characters does. that you normally wouldn't get in a set 
It does. It does. You're right. You're hundred percent right. Um, what what I do like about Marvel Annual um, and the structure of it is the upper deck have used it to try out some different concepts and different ideas yeah, that, that they've then just rolled into more premium sets if they've worked. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the ones they haven't done that with is the happy birthday <laughs> uh, inserts. And they, these, these are just weird. Um, um, <laughs> happy birthday. They did it in 2016. They did it big time in 2017 and they've done it big time in 2018, 19 as well. Um, in 2018, 19, I believe that they were achievements for, for, for getting various levels of the set completion in EPAC. Oh, interesting. Um, so um, they're, they're just odd. I'm not sure if it's supposed to be the character's birthday or if it's uh, like one of the ones from 2018-19, I believe, is uh, the, the HB1 is, is like Blade on a birthday cake. It's bizarre. Um, but... <laughs> Weird. Uh, they do these uh, five-card mini sets uh, in memoriam to people who've the characters who've um, bitten the bullet um, in the previous um, year, and right. rookie heroes they did in 2017 and 2018-19, which is new uh, superheroes. Um, but uh, going going back to the comic cover set, so in 2017 it went to uh, scrolling Secret Empire. So basically, ah. you can get all you can get forty different Secret Empire related covers from that wow. all crossover, and you know, obviously, the main issues. Then all the issues that it crossed over into, like Doc Strange issue twenty three, Avengers volume seven issue nine, Champions issue ten, all that. So you had all those. So actually, we've talked before about if you wanted to build a, a set, if you wanted to build your own set that had comic cover art that had been put on trading cards from different sets. Yeah. Marvel Beginnings is an obvious go-to. Yep. Um, and so is Marvel Annual, because you get a lot of the modern issues and a lot of the modern it's artists. It's really nice. Set. Yeah. Um, but EPAC exclusive for 2017 and 2018-19 on Marvel Annual, you could get a foil variant of oh. those comic cover cards that you got if you combined, I think, 10 of the regular ones um and i think i've i've got those i the frustrating thing i don't have any of them in hand they're in my epacs kind of to ship queue oh uh, yeah um so i've got these sets i just don't own them <laughs> physically so only 2016 mm-hmm. and 17 um and then one of the other things they do in a big way the marvel annual sets is they do patch cards um so you can get single patch and double patch and they're manufactured patch patches and some of them have got character faces on some of them have got team logos on um but they're they're pretty cool things i i like them you know some people don't dig manufactured relic cards uh, manufactured hits but i think they've done really well um i don't, I don't like it when that's the box hit i think that's a little yeah. harsh yeah that that doesn't do great with me personally yeah but um I do like patch cards. Yeah. I, um, I liked well. the um, Flare comic cover, the corner yep. cover. Oh, they're nice. Yeah. I thought that was, those were nice. And, you know, the problem with patch cards for me is that they should not be the hit. I that's think right. that's way too harsh. I, th- I don't think that's very well done at all. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. I just because... They're so just not a hit. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? No, but you're right. Go yeah. It, well, it's one of the biggest criticisms of the MCU. Um, Infinity War and Endgame sets is that the uh, oh, you remember the box you broke that was a manufactured yes. relic um, it was yeah. an auto and you'd spent you know best part of 200 bucks on yeah nine for that that was, that was not right and that, that was, was your right. major hit 
So yeah, I agree yeah, with you. 100% though. This is a patch card from Marvel Annual 2017. It's the only one I have in hand. And it's, it it's good, thick, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got a nice, it's, you know, it's, it's a good quality card. And that's just printed, like silk screen printed on material. I think so they're nice. Really nice. And that's yeah. the double one. Uh, yeah. That's Captain America and Madam Hydra. Yeah. You know, that looks really cool. It's, it's a nice, you know, it's a nice card. Uh, whether you, you know, whether you whether you dig those manufactured relics or not, you can't fault the quality of them. Um, no, the quality is nice, one hundred percent. So, Marvel Annual, um, you know, year in year out, I think that they they nailed it with twenty eighteen nineteen in terms of the base cards. And you you had this set sitting with you because it got delivered to you. Um, yeah, and then I recently had it. Um, I recently binded it, which is what I've got here. Um, so you've seen the quality of these. The base cards on that have a foil border that is just delightful. I mean, it really is. Um, I will say the annual cards, fortunately, yeah, I have seen them in person. They're nice, man. I mean, look at that. That's 2018-19. That's a base card. Look at the amount of foiling and gloss on that. It's just lovely. It looks good. Honestly, I like it. It's and tiny. I do think the artwork they use is really nicely complemented. Yeah. With the card, with the design of the card. And, you know, they've got the power ratings on the back and a tiny little See, that's bio. important. I'm a huge um, component of power ratings. And those power ratings were what they were basing the Pack Wars win-loss. So, you know, you could choose. Oh, that's um, cool. So you could say, okay, you want to pick the intelligence. Um, you want to find the highest rated intelligence of the three cards that you had. Um so the interesting thing about Pack Wars is, um, about EPAC rather, is for 2017, 2016, and 2017 and 2018, 19, is that the base cards that you can get in the boxes that you get in stores, you couldn't get on EPACs. They were digital versions. So this is the whole thing about some of the set being released physically and then the rest of it being released on EPACs, which I know is is not satisfying for a lot of people. Um, and I get it. You know, I completely get it. Um, but... Um, what you can get are coloured parallels that you wouldn't get anywhere else. So one of the main ones with um, with uh, certainly 2017 and 2018-19 was if you combine those base, you get what's called a colour wheel parallel. Oh. Um, and uh, the only one I have in hand is the black cap one, which I'm just trying to find. So I clearly didn't prep any of this. And my black cap binder is now so heavy I can barely pick it up. Um, so that is a color wheel. So it's the main card. And what they've done is they've just, the character's still there, but they've got like a, a kaleidoscope background. So, you know, it's, oh. it's, it's nice enough, you know, and the, the borders. I like them. Color, you know, I love fine. that black hat. Too, it's fine. I yeah. I mean, listen, I've got all four printing plates for that. So I'm, <laughs> they just, I'm quite happy with it. But, um, um, the um, the different. I really do need to upgrade my binder for my black cats, but we'll not talk about that right now. Let's put that down because it's upsetting me. Um, upsetting me. Upsetting me. But one of the interesting <laughs> things is you got color parallels. I think some of these you could get in boxes, and some of them you can't. Uh, so mm. with twenty, with twenty. 1819 is where I'm getting confused because they changed it slightly with each year. So it's actually not as consistent as you'd think. Purple parallel. Really? So this is this is um this is Thor. 
and I've gone for 2018-19 I tried to do mini rainbows of four characters where I felt the artwork worked really well on the card oh, so that's a cool. purple parallel and it's got a slightly different hue to the foil around the edge I like that it's, yeah. it's, it's quite nice so you know that's purple but that Thor looks awesome though it does like... they've chosen really good artwork and I did you know I chose four cards that would look really good and I went for it and the reason I went for it is because if you got in pack walls only you could get a gold parallel but those gold parallels are only digital mm. but if you got five of them you could combine for a physical red parallel. So the red parallel Marvel 2018-19 are really tough pulls because you could only get them on EPAC by combining five digital golds. And you could only get the digital golds by playing pack horse, which is now sold out. So for anyone thinking of picking up this chase now, it's it's a tough one so um you know and that's something to be said too yeah i think a lot of people a lot of marvel collectors really have to start keeping up to date Mm. with some of these sets because i i think it's going to creep up on people when they start becoming yeah chase when people start chasing them and they're going to realize there's no chance they can get them yeah because they were so exclusive Mm. and it was such a small way of window of opportunity Mm. um that completing a set is going to be really near impossible for a lot of people so what i've decided to do for the for the characters that i really dug how the art worked in 2018-19 format which is carol danvers thor wonder man and Scarlet Witch, and just the artwork for those four characters, I think, personally, oh, there's a cat fight going on outside, um, I think the artwork worked best, so for example, the Scarlet Witch. Oh, it's I mean, just yeah, amazing. It just works perfectly. And I, you know, I figured that with the red border, that would really pop, and in hand it does, so I'm really happy with it. But the beauty of the set is because the plates were so numerous, I'm able to add in certain no things. Carol Danvers, I've got a plate. So I've got wow. almost, you know, and it's a, it's a small rainbow. It's like five, six, four, five cards and a plate. That's nice. and, that's, and then you're there, you know. So, um, so I don't have a plate for Thor, Wonder Man, or Scarlet Witch from uh, Marvel Angels 2018-19, but I'd like to have it. Um, and again, I mentioned the character um, cards that you got if you played in every week of Pack Wars at the end of that week, right. anyone in the top... 100, which was pretty much everyone, got a numbered card, which was exclusive for EPACs, a numbered 1 to 100. And there were 13 of these for 2018 19. Wow. Uh, there were planned to be more, but I think it sold out much, much quicker than they anticipated. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I've got a full set of those. And then, so here's what I wanted to talk about. So, with Marvel Annual, you mentioned um, a short while ago availability in places like Walmart. So um, when we did the Walmart mystery box, Mm -hmm. you remember one of the packs in there was Marvel Annual? Yes. Okay. So that's the, if you buy a box of Marvel Annual, that's the wrapper you get. Oh, cool. All right. So that's that's the regular wrapper. Okay. It's got Captain America and lots of heroes behind him. Five cards per pack. However, in the Walmart mystery boxes was a release of Marvel Annual 2018 packs of 
that was Walmart. Four cards per pack with Thanos on the front of the pack. Very cool. But the Walmart mystery boxes were an overstock kind of, you know, moving moving overstock. Oh. So this was originally available to purchase in Walmart. So you cool. could have got Marvel Annual 2018-19 in Walmart exclusive packs. Like I said, fewer cards per pack. Now, I don't know if you could buy this straight or if you got it if you bought something else, as in a lot of the Walmart exclusives. But, yeah. I think I might have one of those packs. You might. You may well do. Yeah. Someone there's a, sent me something. Yeah. But there's a, whole, there's a whole realm of hidden upper deck product that goes through Walmart that um, is usually stuff that you get if you buy, for example, if you buy an MCU movie, you might get um, a pack of cards. Or if you buy a certain box set, you might get a pack yeah. of cards. So there's all this, all these exclusive sets that go through Walmart. World. Yeah. And they're not on Jeff Allen's House of Checklist. They're touched on a little bit on Blowout. Mm. they're not mentioned on the upper deck website um and there are variants and parallels of of main release mcu sets that i've only experienced through walmart exclusive packs um it's crazy um so yeah so there's something i want to dive into in an in another um episode for sure um but yeah for character collectors marvel annual is something you've got to keep your eye on I think so. Honestly, really the moment have. it happens for me, I'm going to have to kind of dive in because I know it's coming. Yeah. Um, I can feel it. And you they do I mean? have sketch cards. And they do have sketch cards. Um, yeah. And they're, they're pretty tasty sketch cards. And as I said, they're some nice. of the artists. Well, the new set, not jumping ahead too much, they're doing something new with sketch cards, which well, is pretty exciting. They are. So let's talk about the new set. So this year, uh, for those who may... Uh, a long time listeners will be aware that we had upper deck Matt on an episode um, shortly before he came yeah. as Matt. Um, for us, he will forever be upper deck Matt. Uh, but on episode 35, we spoke to Matt Rogers, who uh, former product yes. development manager for upper deck entertainment. And at that point, he alluded to the fact that, um, and this was this was back in March, actually. Yeah, 5th of March this came out. Um, he alluded to the fact that Marvel Annual was going to have a format shake-up for this year. And so it, Here we um, go. So it has... has what it, um, what's that character in Mandalorian that he... Um, Played by Nick Nolte. What is it? What is? It? I have spoken. There we go. I have spoken. <laughs> I have spoken. Um, I don't remember his name. So I have four annual cards, by the way, Ooh. which is pretty cool. Oh, so you must have had one of those Walmart packs. I do. I have right here. Nice. Oh, so you've got the Wonder Man base. Yes, yeah, so I got. I the need Wonder one of those base. for my rainbow. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, because I've it. only got the Wonder Man base that's in my um in my uh set. Scarlet oh, nice. Samurai. Yeah. You got the Wonder Man. I got this Infinity War one, unnumbered. So that is uh, one of the comic issues uh, from 2018-19. Yeah. CC31. That's right. And then another base. And it looks like Alfred, but it's actually Jarvis. It is. There you go. Nice. So, yes. Very nice. It is possible. So I guess I had one hidden here, but that's pretty cool. 
Yeah. So 2019-20 has just dropped this week in um, what sh- surely feels like an unrelenting uh, product release yep. schedule from Upper Deck this autumn, um, or fall, as you guys say. So, um, and I've been watching uh, the few breaks there have been so far over the past few days. Um, and with Marvel annual 2019, 20, it's a hundred card base set, but then that's it. There's no SP this year. So there's no SP. Um, so it doesn't carry on to 150. What they have done, however, is they've put in some cheeky little parallels of the base card set. And there's, there's two types of parallel here. One of them, is called uh bear with me i'm just scrolling up to it it's a variant cover so um so every one of those one to 100 has a variant cover parallel that's tiered but i don't know if you've seen this on the front of the card it says what tier it's in so there's writing that goes up the side that tells you what tier it's in um i'm going to send you a link example of that right now are you still there? You've gone very quiet. Can you hear me now? I can, yes. We did you mute Sorry. yourself? So I was getting like stuff out. I didn't want you to hear like oh, rustling. There we go. I thought for a minute there. Because I didn't I wasn't looking at you, at you in the thing. So I've just oh, sent yeah. you, I've just sent you a link to uh, an eBay listing with um you can see the, okay. what they've done with the variant tiers. Let's so they, see. So they've written it on the the car, the front of the card. And see, it just kind of goes up goes up the side. Um so I'm not sure. Uh, mm. Not entirely sure. Why didn't if the they tears follow the card numbering? But at least why didn't they just put it on the back? Why would I don't they put know. It on the front, but they put it up the side. And now the other interesting thing is um, that the people that are, are into Marvel Annual, I've heard a couple of. Uh, this is kind of a preview and a review all in one. I've heard a few dissenting voices that there's zero foil on the base cards this year. Um, oh, how, what? Yeah, there's zero foil. So the regular base cards, that border there is is just flat. There's no. Foil. So, um, I don't know if the variant cover ones have any foiling on, um, but I for, for sure can tell you. And this is the one that this is one of the tough aspects of the chase this time. For every one of those one to hundred, there's a hologram parallel that's numbered to twenty. I I saw those. Yeah. Was it Jonathan who brought that up? Yeah, J- uh, JD. And they are already hitting eBay, and, and well, a lot of them are by now. There's a couple that were on auction. I think everyone's watching them to see how they'll end up. But ultimately, yep. you know, for a character collector, you're going to want one of those. There's only twenty of them. Yeah, um, and who knows that, about how you? many are held for EPAC? So, um, so yeah, I'm keeping an eye out, obviously, for a Black Cat one. I saw that it said hobby slash EPAC. Hopefully, they didn't even split, but who knows? Well, it's, it's going to be interesting. But the interesting thing as well about the checklist that's been released on sites like Cardboard Connection and elsewhere, other good card entertainment sites are available folks uh but cardboard connection is the one we're looking at and his links in the uh, tasting notes the um they give pack odd parallels uh, pack odds for the parallels both on epacs and in the and, the, and in the boxes which i think is really interesting oh. so there's very much an acknowledgement here that some of this is going to be epac as well um so mm. who knows but there is a lot of speculation in fact it doesn't say it on a cardboard connection it must be on one of the other ones um mm-hmm. where you see the the um the um 
parallel odds is that there could well be plates for each of the different types. So there could actually be an exponential, <laughs> if you think about it, there could be four plates for the base, there could be four plates for the tiered variant. Wow, well. really? Yeah. So, um, and then, so you've got your one to 100, and then they've changed it around. So gone are the top tens, they're not around anymore. Gone are right. the comic covers, they're not around anymore. Hmm. But what they have got this this time around, he says, scrolling down, uh, they have something. So this checklist is laid out in a really odd order because normally they put the sketches at the end and it's quite a bit to yes. scroll through. We'll come back to the sketches. Um, they have got uh, they've got something new called Humble Beginnings, which is 10 cards. Yeah. And that's uh, – so there, you can see the um, ratio. You've got one, one in five hobby, through EPAC, and then one in 25 pack wars. So it's giving you the mm. pack wars odds straight away which I find really interesting. Uh, so Humble is Beginnings is, um, is kind of reminds you of Marvel Beginnings in that it's got, it's, it's split yeah. down the middle and it's got a picture of the character in their first appearance and their latest incarnation. So for example, the Wolverine has got Hulk 181 and then the modern Wolverine. So it's kind of split down the middle of the card. So they look pretty cool actually. Um, I like them. I like, them. I, I like the Humble Beginnings a lot actually. I think they're really cool looking. Um, and then you've got, and it, again, it says the printing plates, one of one, hobby stroke EPAC. So there will be printing plates available. So this is something new. I've not seen Upper Deck at length exp- express the fact that there is going to be a printing plate on so many levels. So um, then you've got another new insert called Marvel Com hyphen mix. Mm-hmm. You get what they did there. It was good, wasn't it? Nice. Just totally crazy. Uh, there's 10 of those. Uh, and the Marvel comics, um, he says, scrolling up to them. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's got the same character, but it, it well, the one that's, that's shown on there is a Spider-Man one. It's got Earth 616, and then it's got Earth 1610, which is Spider-Man 2099. So it's I got that. both characters on it. Um, that's I like pretty it. Fun. Um, I like what they've, what they've done there. A little multi-dimensional thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I'm into I mean, it. Multiple universe stuff outside of Star Trek kind of does my head in, uh, but I'll go with it. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you wouldn't have Spider Gwen if it wasn't for the multi-universe stuff. Um, Very true. Then or we'd have Miles Miles Morales either. Yeah, yeah. Or Ghost Spider, as she's called now. Um, then you've got yeah. Future Watch Heroes, which is kind of the rookie heroes thing they used to do. Um, and again, there's only there's only five of those, but it's um, and the, these are the ones that are getting um, JD Jonathan Dunn's tail wagging because he's collecting a lot of the um, characters that are kind of Korean and um, of that um, origin. So you've got like Wave and Luna Snow are two of the five. You've got Star, who's a Captain Marvel uh, offshoot. You've got Cosmic Ghost Rider, although Cosmic Ghost Rider has been around for a little bit longer. And then you've got someone called Doctor Gregor. I've no idea who Dr. Gregor is. It sounds like a, a gentle sitcom that you might have. Of a, a, you've muted yourself again. You've muted yourself again. There we no, go. I was singing a Dr. Gregor I, yeah. theme song. Well, give us the Damn Dr. It. Gregor theme song again. Well, I, I don't know. I, now it's off. It's weird. Well, I'm embarrassed. Okay. But Dr. Gregor sounds like a mild-mannered vet who'd, ser- who'd surf the Scottish Highlands, who drives around in an that. old van with his dog, Woof. You know, that kind of thing, you know, that kind of thing. See, see in my Gregor. mind, Dr. Gregor was a vet, so I, we were both on the same wavelength, okay, but good. he lives in Los Angeles, 
and he's a very attractive veterinarian doctor, oh, but I also has it, a heart of gold. I thought it was going to be a hipster, a hipster vet in LA. I could dig. You that. know what? Let's go with that. Are we, are we at pitch stage? Are we like brainstorming? It's just like a writer's room. We're trying to think of. We can do that. Yeah, we can. Do I'm that. down. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Um, and <laughs> so, humble beginning comics, future watch done. Number one spot. Now, number one spot is the comic front cover. Yes, one. I saw that. Um, but it's 25 cards, and it is number one issues. Because let's face it, mm. they sure do like to reboot. Um, and yep. I really like these. They're, they're, they have got foiling on. They've got a really nice black border. Um, I've seen them on, on the breaks. Um, and I'm interested in this because it's got black cat number one. Oh, boy. Um, uh, which is... Uh, uh, N1S is the M1S-7. So the codes on these are like the ones they do on aircraft carriers. But anyway, that, that's the card number, <laughs> M1S-7. Uh, Black Cat 1, which is J. Scott Campbell. Um, but it's also got M1S-10, which is House of X 1. So, mm. you know, I'm kind of going to be building this little side collection of Powers of X, House of X related cards. Mm-hmm. That's going in the box. That's going to be really cool. Uh, but they look really cool. There's 25 of them. Um, I, I can't be doing with this like numbering to five and numbering to 10 and numbering to 25. doesn't work for the nine card pages. So No, I'm I don't still, know why I'm they don't not, do that. Always work with the nine just, card pages, man. No well, matter you, what. You say that and then I'm going to go on to something about this set that really excites me. Really excites me. Hit me. Like, really excites me. And it ties back in to our conversation about the autographs from Marvel Creators Collection 98. Yeah, baby. Creators Corner autograph set checklist. These are nice. Now, they're sticker, not on card, but they look really cool. And they are nine top creators of Marvel Comics currently. Uh, So you've got Chip Zdarsky. You've got Steve McNiven, Kelly Sue DeConnick, Kelly Thompson, Eric Naguyan, Ethan Sachs, Charles Soule. I love his artwork. Uh, That's cool. Pepe Larraz. Sounds like a character from Live and Let Die. Uh, Kelly Thompson. Or Looney Tunes. Uh, yeah, could be. Or, and Butch Grease or Goose. I can't quite read that. Anyway, they look really cool. And they're the ones I've started sniffling up on eBay. That's smart. Because I think those are going to be the ones that, that people will... will are those numbered? Or are they just... No, they're not. They're not, but I mean, I'm a sucker for autographs, especially comic creator autographs. Um, yeah, and I, it's a I nine page, man. But it's a nine page, and they'll look really cool. Their landscape really format, cool. um, the way they've done it, it looks really. They're pretty. Cool. Yeah, it's nice. So, um, so I've got three of them on the way, and I'm keeping an eye out. Um, then they've got some lenticular stuff, uh, splash ticular. Splash tickler. Yeah, it's funny how we so both like went splash Dracula pages. Yeah, I think so. But it's a single card. Uh, mm. I, I'm not entirely sure. I've even had I've, I've even seen someone open this on a box break. I don't quite get it. Uh, I don't quite get what the splash particular part. I mean, it's a splash panel. Is it an actual splash panel from a comic? Probably. Does Probably. the lenticular show you each, like, if it's a longer image than the card will fit? Does it change as you move? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, there's 20, hmm. I want to say 20. I want to say 20. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give myself permission to say 20 while I scroll down. There's 20 of them. Yay. Nailed it. There's um, base, SP, and SSP. And the hmm. SSP are one in 256 packs 
Um, wow. A few of them have hit eBay already and well into the free figures. Um, so, uh, wait, what? As yeah, as is always the way with new releases, people mm-hmm. don't know how to price them, so they just price them top end. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's put a full set of Spash Ticular one to twenty missing SSP eighteen on us buy now for six hundred dollars. I'm just looking oh, at now. So, um, so yeah, I you know the lenticular cards I can kind of take or leave. So I'm not I'm not that fussed about those myself. But you know, no. If I had a character, no, no. In it, I'd probably go there. But uh, for that one, but it's um, it's War of the Realms. Uh, there's and it tells you uh, the issue in the page. So it, it, yeah, right here we go. So it's comic panels. Um, War of the Realms one page two is S one. War of the Realms issue one page twenty seven is is S two, etc. There is a House of X one, so I'll be getting that one. Um, House of right. X two page nineteen. Which House of X two? I think that probably a Moira McTaggart kind of thing going on. Huh. I don't know. Who knows? I like them, but you know, I'll go for those. Um, and I think we've held off long enough and talking about the thing that got your tail wagging is as well as having the sketch cards, they've got battle booklets. Yes, battle booklets, my friend. Yep, 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 yep. I, these excite me, these battle booklets. Um, I, I, they don't have my character on, um, so I won't be chasing them. But yeah, did you check them all? They don't? No. Yeah, no, it's the same characters, but it's different artists. So they've got what they've got is it, they're hinged panels and they're pairings, and they, they're printed on them who's supposed to go on each side. Um, Good. So, uh, for example, you've got Thor versus Hulk, Hulk versus Hercules, Hercules versus Thor, Doc Strange versus Nightmare, Venom versus Car- Carnage, Wolverine versus Hulk, Wolverine versus Sabretooth, Wolverine versus virtually everyone, uh, Venom versus Car- Carnage, Captain America versus Iron Man, uh, Captain Marvel versus Thanos, Spider-Man versus Doctor Octopus. Anyway, I think there's about 12 to 14 different permutations, and then it lists which artists have done which permutations. Yes. Which is nice. so. So you will have multiple artists who've done Venom versus Carnage, for example, but not every mm-hmm. artist did Venom versus Carnage. Some artists got um, or did uh, cards that didn't include that that pairing. Right, and it's it's bonkers. So if you're a character collector and you're one of those characters, then game on. Um, yep. I think uh, the one that immediately strikes is obviously Iron Man. Frank is into Iron Man. And I think even crazier is that there's 339 cards, one out of 384 hobby or e-packs. So, oh my goodness, that's a tougher pull. I'm I'm, I'm wondering. Yeah. So here's my bigger question. Mm. Let's look at Jed Thomas. So Jed Thomas did... Maybe five. Five different character variations. Jed Thomas, we're looking at you. We're looking at you, Jed. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at those five, right? I don't know who Jed Thomas is. I have no idea, but I'm excited. Never know. I've never known him. I'm, I'm going to look him up now on Instagram. Ago. I'll look him up on Instagram. Go for it. Talking. So he did five of them. My wonder is that did he only do one booklet of Spider-Man versus Venom or did he do multiple booklets of Spider-Man versus Venom? Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. See what I mean? Because like it says 339 cards and if that's the case, these are a really rare sketch card hunt. 
Yeah. One out of 384 hobby slash e-pack packs. So mm. I can't do math. So if we had someone doing clown math on there, it would be good to know if one, if if that means that each one of these cards mm. that these artists did is the one of one and they didn't do other variations of that particular char- character pairing. Mm. Mm. Strange. I can't, Jed Thomas, whoever you are, I can't find you on Instagram. I can, however, find Jed Thomas, who seems to be 14 and I'm one of those uh, UK singing talent shows. I'm he's an overachiever. He's a rising star in Marvel. Okay. 14, he's working on He's working on it. Okay, let's yeah. find out. Uh, there's someone else. Who's this? Who's this? Follow. No, no. I can't. Jed Thomas, I can't find you. There's too many of you on Instagram. Uh, Jed, I don't know why we're picking on you today, but I feel like picking on you. Um, come and say hello. Putting you out there, man. Um, there's a lot of artists I've not heard of on here, actually. Um, Angelica Rasmus has a new name for mm. me. Uh, John Ciaboda. Uh John Vampire Martin. <laughs> Great name. That's uh, awesome. But, it's, but you've also got people that we know. Al Milgram, Adam Conklin, uh, mm-hmm. Jomar Boulder. Um, Anthony Tan, uh, Keith yep, Akers. You know, there's Anthony Tan's on loads. Actually, he's got, he's got about mm-hmm. ten different character variations. That's going to drive people nuts. Wow. The other thing I wonder is whether each artist had more character variations. But you know, the nightmare that seems seems to be happening with approvals for artists this time. Yes, yes. Could well be that Jed Thomas t- did ten pairings, but five of them were rejected. Interesting. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Or it might be on the checklist with five pairings, but actually only three of them made the cut. Huh. Because my understanding is it's not upper deck that, that, <laughs> that say if a sketch is going to be yay or... So it's Marvel. Interesting. With, without any rhyme or reason. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then you've got the regular single panel sketch cards and there's loads of people in here. One thing I am in- excited about there's an artist that that used to do sketch cards back in the Marvel Masterpieces 07 or 08 days who did a little bit of written house then mm-hmm. she kind of you know went off and did other things called Sana Yumamoto oh, she goes by Sana Yu and she's hot I mean she was a hot artist back then um, not really? I, I did have a black cat by her but it wasn't my style because I'm not into the kind of more anime style uh, she right. you know, she knew what she was up to at the time she was living in the UK I don't know if she um, uh, still does but um, she's returned to sketch cards with Marvel Anime which is kind of a no-brainer um, wow, an absolute no-brainer but she's on Marvel Annual as well so I'm hoping that she kind of sticks around because she's a lot of the newer collectors probably won't have heard of her before they, that she'll be new to them from uh, Marvel anime, yeah, but she's um, she really is like, um, you know, she she's good, she's top tier, phenomenal. Yeah, she knows her stuff. I'm just looking at DV, uh, just looking at her comic art fans at the moment, and there's lots of stuff on there. But um, is there a DeviantArt I haven't seen on Instagram hmm. yet? Because Instagram wasn't around when she was first big. That's what I'm saying. You know, that's how you know she's one of the OG. Oh. But she's still, yeah, she's still very much active on. Um, Deviant by the looks of things. Some rather racy stuff going on. Oh, hello. Hello. Hello, sailor. Oh boy. Hello. Um, a Japanese yeah, anime comic away. artist. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, it's got, a, it's got a link to her website here. Let's go to her website. Sana Yumamoto. How many artists can we pimp in one episode? I don't know. Her website actually That's, doesn't... You know what? <laughs> I love it. 
it's a dead link actually it's a dead link so it, she <laughs> might not have updated oh her, man damn um, <laughs> uh, so I can't even spell her name Yamamoto there we go uh, anyway uh, but anyway, she's back, um, and she was she, she's done she's done work on uh, the Perna sets. She was on Halloween, Inc., for example, on the sketch card. So she's clearly still been active. She just hasn't been active on Marvel um, sets for quite a while. Um, so yeah, huh. um, but she's back in the game. Can you hear me? Okay, Shady's back. Did I go a bit back again? No, a, a little bit. bit. No, no. I just started singing Eminem. Oh, that's fine. You carry on. Um, it came up with your internet connection is unstable. And I felt like replying. It went for a very little while. Yeah. And then you came back. So. Yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to reply. You're yes, okay. so am I. Bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> to my Instagram connection. Uh, my internet connection. Ah, I, I need, I need, <laughs> I need, I need, I need, I need alcohol. Uh, Bella Ashton's in the artist list. Um Oh, Bella. Bella. That's great. Uh, Al Milgram. Al Milgram. I, I need him. And Marcia Dye, friend of the show, Marcia Dye. Marcia Dye. I've seen her stuff everywhere. Uh, Malik Kekar is back. Mick McGlebe. Oh, uh, we've got to get those guys on the show. Uh, Michael Mastermaker, who's got one of the best names in sketch cards. Um, that's a good one. Omar Soto, uh, PJ. PJ, uh, too. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a who's who of Eakin Hodge. He's back. Can't keep a good acronym down. Um, there's good. Veronica O'Connell. There's a name I haven't is, seen in Marvel cards for a while. It's not one sketch card per box, right? Uh, uh, no, it's one in 77. No. So, yeah, they're probably out one every three boxes or so. Huh. Um, I think I think outside of Masterpiece, it's gone to the days when it's one per box. So, or, or premiere, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I'll be up for it. Um, I, um, yeah. I'm already working on my rainbow. So I've got Black Cat, got the base and the base variant, which is tier three. I've got that on the way. I've got the number one spot, which is Black Cat issue one. I've got that on the way. Um, and I've got three of the writer autographs. Damn. With another six to go. Um, and to afford those, I'm selling my Marvel Masterpieces 2018 partially complete preliminary art set, which I'm currently pricing up because I had slightly more of them than I planned. That's uh, great, man. As we've discussed. I think those are either, I think there's only 99 sets of those or 120 sets of those. Yeah. I forget. Yeah. I think they'll go, I mean, the popular ones will go pretty quickly, but it's not a case that they're all worth the same amount because the, the, the crazy thing about the 2018 uh, preliminary art sets the first year they did it and so the the numbering of 1 to 90 on the PA set doesn't follow the main set so you no. could have a preliminary art of a tier 4 character be card 6 in the PA set and then a hall of 4 card be card 7 and then a, a canvas card do you see what I mean it just it does jump around yeah no I, I know uh, yeah trust when I did the set myself I was running into that problem and luckily um, Stephen Frank who's a god helped me kind of um Steven. get my set you know pretty quickly mm. but um yeah they they're valuing those characters very differently but yeah it's not numbered but based on you know number based wise on collation which, yeah um, hit, hit ratio yeah and all that there really is only a nine there is there it's either 99 or 120 so they're pretty rare yeah yeah but uh, hopefully you can offload that pretty quickly 
Yeah, fingers crossed. I just need it's one of those things. You know, I've got I think I've got five on EPAC and the rest are physically here, and it's quite a stack. It is fat stack. It's P H A T stack. Because um, <laughs> I'm I'm down with the kids. I'm street. I'm no, of course, you're so hip. I'm about a streets quality. I've always street. said that about you, Ian. I always yeah. said, you know what, Ian's hip. That's a that's a joke that says. that's a joke that fell dead on you. If I say I'm about as street as quality street, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I'm sorry. Were so. those words? Mm, they were. They were. It's just speaking speaking English, boy. Um, quality street is a tin of um, confection candies, <laughs> chocolates that you get in the UK. It's kind of a staple of of English um, waistlines, and. Um, Equality Street. Speak English, boy. Yeah, speak English, boy. Um, I do I've a had great... someone do that to me. I did. <laughs> yeah, me. Five, no joke. I, I really have. Um, I do a great foghorn leg on impression. If my throat was a bit better than it is today, so um, I will. I have no idea what the hell you just said. Foghorn leg with you. Foghorn leg yeah, is a, is a classic sure. Hanna Barbera cartoon, Looney Tunes. I always thought so. <laughs> You've, you've never seen no Foghorn Leghorn? You've heard of... Right, you've heard oh, of... Oh, um, I know it. I know yeah. it. I know it. I there we go. It. I was going to say, yes. this is proper like, properly your backyard. No, I got it. You know? I, I understand you know it is. the quality street. right in my backyard. Yeah. Um, but the Foghorn right. Leghorn... No, I'm stuff. here with you. I'm here. Good, good, good. Okay. Um, it's, who, no, it's real. Who, who knows uh, when... Um, Marvel Annual 1920 will drop on EPAC. Who knows? Um, probably be early 2021 now, um, given that, that I'm, I expect I'm actually will thinking, be hot I'm thinking, well, we have the updated to EPAC, which is our little segue. Which is what I was about to talk about, yes. Beautiful. We can read each other's minds. Um, we can read each other's minds. You can read mine, dear. It's in Braille. Aw, stop it. Um, <laughs> but yes, I do think 2020 is going to be coming out soon because we did project, and it's still speculation, um, that because they are updating the site, they might be updating the site and then to draw some traffic, be releasing some sets on there. So hopefully. I think so. It's so. so around um, the right time. So the thing about the EPAC site, and we know this because it's it's you can go back and listen to it on the um, on the Upper Deck guest episode, especially uh, Jason Upper Deck president uh, mentioned this. He he yes. told us then that they were going to be updating EPACs, but he also said that it was you know the functionality of the site as it is is kind of locked. It it can't and won't work as an app because of the platform that it's been built on. So you know. I, people keep commenting and saying, oh, I want it to be this, I want it to be that. Well, it can't be in its current incarnation, so so deal with it. Uh, but um, yep. <laughs> the good thing is, um, and we will get into this, um, and we'll probably do it as a, as a video episode, we will update our EPAC guide video that we did for YouTube because yes, it will change. That's you know? So the functionality will be the same. It's just the way you navigate and the user experience is getting a complete overhaul. Um, and I think I think that's to its credit. I think the thing with up EPAC is what everyone says, which is why we've had to do two guides to it now, is that once you know how to, to drive that car, you know how to drive it. But if you just sat behind the wheel, it's quite daunting. It That shouldn't be the case yeah. with any e-commerce website. You, know, you should be able to find your way around and actually Agreed. be able to buy your stuff because um, it just, you know. Pretty quickly. It puts fr- uh, friction in the buyer journey. So, um, 
so yeah, yep. so it's a, it's a good move on their part. Um, it's as we record, it's due to happen on. We're recording Sunday the eighth. Uh, it's due to go live on Tuesday the tenth, and they have wisely chosen to not do it on the Monday because obviously Marvel Weekly happens on the Monday. So that's why you don't do it on a Monday. 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 Um, so yeah, Tuesday. So by the time everyone hears this episode, it will probably be because we're, we're about four weeks ahead on our recordings at the moment. Um, it'll all be yes, done and dusted and, we'll, and everyone will be talking about something else. But um, but yeah, EPAC upgrade is about to Or happen. annual will come up on EPAC. And then we'll be right on time. Possibly. Possibly. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, who knows? <laughs> uh, who knows? Um, back around, baby. So let me think. Um, so by the time people hear this episode, we will have had... So Simone Bianchi is up. Episode 70. Just... Yeah. Uh, boom, boom. Thank you, Simone and Gloria. Um, you oh, were God, quite frankly so much fun. both gorgeous. Oh, God, that was so good. Um so there's um, that and then we will have had episode 71 which will be our preview of X-Men Metal I believe X-Men Metal yes so I'm looking at the recordings file now let's have a look, let's have a look. Um, you know I haven't seen Ernest Scared Stupid this Halloween and I missed it and I should have watched it I haven't seen that movie in forever I have no idea what you just said what Ernest, the Ernest movies? Uh, no, I don't know. Not, not. Nah, it's too late for you. Huh? Unless you see it when you're like thirteen or fourteen, where it matters. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. The ones, the ones I can kind of reference are, are the um, um, the Charlie Brown ones. Those we got over um, here. Yes, love those. Yes. Like the Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie Brown's running great. around catching snow on their yes. tongues. Uh, the Rankin and Bass all. stuff we didn't get over here. I found out about it more recently mm. uh, than that. Mm. Uh, mm. But obviously, that was that was um, uh, Elf was uh, very much that. So Elf this is good. this is likely then to be so seventy one will be metal preview and people will Beautiful. know this by now. Episode seventy two mm. for those of you who've missed it will be our review of Masterpieces 2020. Yep. We, this is from, behind the scenes, everybody, yeah, just so from, everyone from realizes. memory, we went deep on that. Yep. We went deep, actually. We did actually go quite we did deep, well. if I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then episode 73... Minor deep. ...would have been last week because we spoke to Tony and Elaine Perna. Yes. Yeah. So this will be episode 74, my friend. Oh, before the biggie. So, for those listening, so this is why I wanted to go through this now. Episode 75, so we are recording five episodes ahead, um, which um, uh, which explains... We're just that good. <laughs> we're, because we're just, just that good. But you've also got to take your opportunities when you get them. And when our, yes. our guest... I'm saying that just in case people think it's one person, because it might be more than one person. Or it might just be one person. Who knows? I want to might keep people on one. toes. Might be two. Might be legendary, three. Legendary, legendary guest. Legendary. Absolutely thrilled that this guest the best. could make the time and did make the time. And there was one point during the recording of this where Noen and I were literally just open-mouthed, like, what's happening? What's happening right now? 
and we looked at each other and we were like, I don't care. It's brilliant. I don't let's care. Let's I'm in it. Going. I'm in I'm it. In I love it. it. I'm in it. And it kind of set it. the tone for the whole episode. So I'm really, really, really excited for everyone to hear episode 75. Um, beyond 75, who knows? Um, but um, as we've, we've, we often have guests and we don't get a chance to say this, thank you everyone to, for listening. Because, um, yes. you know, uh, the episodes where we do have guests, uh, kind of people that yeah, we obviously want to talk to and it makes us giddy, quite frankly. <laughs> um, but also because they're people that we think you would want to hear, you know, kind yeah. of on on record uh, i guess as such you know just having a conversation about their contribution to marvel cards and marvel in general yeah um so i'm just so excited about episode 75 oh my 75 this time next week people could be listening unless of course they're listening three years in the future in which case they'll probably turn this off and just go straight to episode 75 damn it if only we could work around this. Listen, I'm old enough to remember when people used had to wait an entire summer to find out who shot JR. Ill. Or to find out what happened when Patrick Stewart said, I'm Locutus of Borg. And Riker said, fire. See, I can't do that. I can't go back to that. Yeah, but that's the thing. Uh, people these days don't know they're born. It's instant yeah. gratification. It's drop, drop. That's what I want. You know, yeah. I mean, give that, it to me. But yeah. But, you know, yeah. uh, back in the day. Uh, yep. I just finished everything. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So did I. And what I'm watching on television. Anyway, we should Ew. probably, we should probably, it's because we're talking about episode 75 and I'm excited. So That's why. I know. Well, you know, I like to gross you out. You want to see something I got? Hit me, Daddy O. Before we sign right. off. Right. Come on. Before we got? sign off. Yep. Little fun. Little fun. Little fun. You sure you haven't seen this? I don't know if you've seen it or not. I've got you no idea what you're about you. to show me. All right. You ready? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? Ready? I don't know why I got this, but I got this. Ready? Ready? Yep. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Am I allowed to say what that is if you've shown it in public? Yeah, go for it. Say yep. it. So, Noren is showing me uh, a triple panel Marvel 2019 Marvel premiere sketch by Andre Toma, who is is legendary. Andre, I don't know if you listen. I can't remember if I've asked. He does. Yeah, I think I asked him. I think he said it wasn't his, his, maybe his, his, his wheelhouse. To so I, I know I know he's worried about like language stuff or whatever. Yeah. I'll ask him again. Maybe if he can do, do an intro. Yeah, I think I'll ask him to do an intro. Because Andre, we love you. And no, he's I'll awesome. represent Super you nice. all day long, whether you come on or not. That's not the price of admission yeah. here. You know, he's a rock star. Work is, the, is, is, is legendary. That gambit's amazing. Isn't that gambit amazing? Oh, that's good. We'll put this on the tasting notes, folks. Um, turn it over. Let me see the... Oh, that's brilliant. It's a rogue. That is. That's yeah. beautiful. I love the way he's given it room to breathe. I know. That's nice. Oh, See, that's lovely. Just the looks are just so perfect. That's so cool. How many kidneys did you have to sell to get that? More than what I had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bodies are buried out back. I think I can hear your dialysis machine beep. Uh, it talking. was tough. It was oh, not wow. fun to uh, cough that up. Wow. But well, listen, yeah, I had to get it. it. It's worth it. That's well, because I've been waiting for them. I've been waiting for them to come out. Because for Marvel Premiere 2019, he did all X Men on these bigger ones, and he only did like 25 or 30. How many? It was low, and everybody's been scooping them up. And I was like waiting for the gambit. I was like, man, maybe I can get it before anybody else. And luckily, I forgot who it was on EPAC. 
Um, and I don't know if he wants me to say his name anyway, but it's a sports guy and he just made it public one day. He unlocked it and I was just, I just happened to be on and I grabbed it right before other people started messaging him. So I got really lucky, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely one of my favorites for sure. I've never had like a triple panel other than the Cody, um, that I won, which was super awesome. Wow. But um, yeah. So now I have this piece. So I need to figure out that whole top loader situation. But I'm very happy. <laughs> there's 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 numerous posts about storing these. Um, yeah, I gotta find them. Well, funny enough, Norin, if you go to yep. the group that uh, we man- we manage and click on topics, you will see a topic oh. called card storage. Tag time. Tag uh, time, baby. And you will because I I'm I'm relentless um, about tagging posts. I really am. Uh, oh my goodness! You are the best. Have you? what you need to go right now onto mmc because mark bartell has just put marvel masterpieces gold gallery on sale on mmc i say oh yeah just. i saw the two he's done it yeah, he's I done it I, I say just he's done it like two hours ago i'm still gonna tag you i saw you saw them okay all right i, I saw them the cyclops and the saber tooth right mm, that's right yes yeah, 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 yeah. I saw them. I saw them. I have to. I'm, I'm. I have to get things all based off on trade first. And when I'm out, then I'll start buying. I hear. You. I hear. Because okay. if I buy them, I'll do a full set. But yeah, but it does look good. Mark's great, though. By the way, Mark's Mark's do. Mark, you've got to come on. You're just you, because Mark. You know is what? We need some... to have Mark on here. Mark. Well, he, he he guessed it on that one where we just threw the lines open, which was great. Yes. Was like yes, I cats. knew it. I knew there was something we did with him. Yeah. It 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 literally was like herding cats. Um, that episode it was crazy because when everyone when oh, everyone, yeah because they couldn't hear it live. Whenever we introduced yeah. someone new onto the call, we had to then introduce someone. So it was like it was like that dinner party that Greg Bobby referred to in Ghostbusters, where Rick Moranis <laughs> is introducing everyone to everyone else. Yes, um, it felt so, like that. This is Dan. Dan does my taxes. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so we will. We are going to do another one of those. What I do want to do soon. Um, is I want to do another kind of open everyone just throwing some questions. I also want to do another open one where just like we randomly shout out and I think whoever the first four maybe we just we just have on you know <laughs> I'd love to because uh, otherwise it just gets a bit crazy if we're, if we're just adding people in I think it's just a bit just a bit uh, uh, yeah just a little because the conversation kind of stalls when someone new comes in and you have to start again <laughs> yes, yes uh, whereas yes, if yes. everyone's in from the ground floor it's slightly easier so we'll do more of that um, and uh, we'll have more uh, awesome collectors on and we're working on another legendary legendary interview um yes hopefully will come soon um and hopefully more from our good friends at upper deck who i think are just bonkers busy so we're just waiting to hear back from those guys so yeah i think they are just busy. yeah well they of course they are they've got like release after release after release yes. not just marvel stuff you know they've had good wins come out they've got the epac upgrade um i believe there's a chasing amy set about to drop which I'll, oh wow yeah yeah uh which i'll 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 be interested in because clerks I, i'm a kevin's clerks is great man um and who, what else they got coming out i think there's a james bond set coming heroes and Villains i'm sure like that. so yeah there's a lot going on over there plus of course it's sports you know hockey's going bonkers they've just had disney they've just had a disney set release a mickey mouse set release so yeah lots going on over at upper deck wow. towers as their office is officially known um 
but anyway uh thanks guys um there is uh there was actually a mail call thing and i'm just quickly going to do it because i meant to do this before but i was going to say if any of you guys do want to reach out to us uh, anything you want to say anything you um have to talk about uh anything you want to ask just even just say hello you can leave Please. reviews you can email us the mccpod at gmail.com and we're at the mccpod everywhere so i'm going to finish up with this little note from paolo um and it'll be the last thing we do before episode 75 when everyone loses their shit yep this is from a guy called uh i think it's paolo it's p-a-o-l-o so paolo is how i read it it might be paolo oh, anyway yeah. paolo uh vago or vago um, which I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be taking the mick out of you already, and, and we're about to read some good feedback from you. But Paola Vargo isn't Vargo the name of the bad dude in Ghostbusters 2? That's the painting. That's Vig, uh, Vigo Vago. Oh my gosh, you're right, it's close. Yeah, it's close, isn't it? Anyway, this guy is not a bad dude in a painting, he's a really no, sweet this guy guy's nice because uh, Paolo writes, Hi, Ian and Norrin. Over the past couple of months, I've been binge listening to your podcast. I'm finally caught up and I'm writing to say thanks for the great content. I used to collect Marvel cards in the 90s and rediscovered the hobby a couple of years ago when I began to fill gaps in my old sets. I joined the group a few months ago. Yes, he is um, in the group. I've seen him around and used my quarantine time to fully organize all my cards. Who Good use of time. Yeah. Um, since I'm mainly into the older sets, my favorite episode was, was the one where you interviewed Ken Baroff from Impox Stroke Skybox Stroke Fleer. Ken, so shout God. out to Ken. Such a sweet dude. Um, mm-hmm. It was awesome to hear the history of some of my favorite sets. I also like the interviews with old school artists like Julie Boris, whose 96mm is still my holy grail. One day I'll get it. So that kind of brings it full circle to where we started this. Yep, episode. 100%. I'm not much into the modern sets, partly due to the high price point. I completely get that. Epac, sketch card, or character collecting. But I did get my hands on a Fleer Ultra X-Men 2018 set. That's a beautiful set to get your hands on. Um, and you need big hands because it's it's big. Uh, love the retro callback to one of my favorite sets, Fleer Ultra X-Men 94. Aside from the old school episodes, I did enjoy, enjoy hearing from Upper Deck staff. So Upper Deck, come on again, please. And current yes. Marvel artists like Dave Palumbo. Dave's a sweetheart. Uh, we need Dave. Dave was really too. sweet. Uh, about what's going on in the industry now. Keep up the good work on the podcast and thanks for creating community creating a community for those of us who don't know anyone else in real life who collects Marvel cards, which is exactly why I started. Exactly it. why we started yeah. this podcast. So, uh, so yeah, so, uh, uh, Pe- Paolo, um, uh, P I'm just going to call you Pete. Sorry. Um, P thank you for that. Uh, I really appreciate that. That's, that's, that's humbling feedback. You're wonderful. Um, thank and you so all much. I'm going to say is P you are going to dig episode 75 oh, so i'm gonna dedicate it to you my friend um oh. on that Norin, this has been this has been this has been a ton of fun this i, I, so, I, I had not clue what we were going to say today because we had um our our guest um cancelled due to our um buddy coronavirus so get well soon greg um, Good real buddy this was fun this was fun just, I love just hanging out, man. This is so nice. Having a chat that we record. Um, yep. Noren, until next time, buddy. All right, everyone. Enjoy collecting. Episode 75. Listen, listen, listen. 75. 75. 75. 75. 75. I will get you 75. 75. 75.
<laughs> Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting.